Have you ever felt like giving up, quitting, throwing in the towel? Welcome to Never Ever Give Up Hope featuring Carol Graham. She's an author, health coach, and motivational speaker. Backed into a corner multiple times in her life, Carol shares with you stories on how she overcame some of the toughest obstacles a person can go through in life, but refused to give up hope. Rather than admit defeat, an opportunity was presented, and it involves each and every one of you. Carol will feature spectacular guests who will share their messages of hope, encouragement, and their inspiration to prove why life's adversities only make you stronger. And now, welcoming the host of the show, here's Carol Graham. Welcome to Never Ever Give Up Hope. Never Ever Give Up Hope is a show about people who have gone through a variety of different issues and problems and they never gave up. But instead, they used their experiences to tell their story, to help others. Some of my guests have survived unbelievable circumstances in their lives. And as a result, they have a passion. And that passion is to help others. And usually it's for people who may be going through something similar. Some of them have survived extreme poverty or abuse. Some have overcome serious depression or illnesses or disease. But all of them had to fight in some way in order to survive and become successful in whatever they chose to do. This show gives them that opportunity. They share their stories, and believe me, everybody has a story. I don't care who you are on this planet, you have a story. And these stories often will encourage us, will give us tips, and not just surviving, but also thriving. Never Ever Give a Pope is now heard in over 140 countries, and it still maintains the number one rank in Google searches for the subject of hope. And that tells me that no matter where we are in this world, we are all looking for encouragement. We're all looking for ways and means to get to overcome situations in our lives. So thank you. Thank you to all my guests who have shared their story and also to all my listeners because without you guys, we wouldn't have a show. So enjoy, sit back, relax, and listen to today's show. Today with me I have Catherine Appello. Catherine is an Italian-American blogger, a poet, and a songwriter. Now her passion is to help others make a positive impact to those around them and also to use their talents even when they may be physically suffering from chronic illness. And I think this is going to speak to many, many people today because sometimes when we're going through those times in our life, we may feel like we have no worth. And Catherine is going to share today that that is not true. So welcome, Catherine. Hi, everyone. Glad to be here. To begin, why don't you tell us about a low time in your life 
when you were wondering what we were just discussing and how you were able to follow your passion to be an encouragement to other people? Uh, in 2009, um, I mean, the fibromyalgia had been progressing over time. Uh, and I was teaching. I was teaching ESL. Um, and I was appreciating, you know, how that was helping others and all that. But then it got to the point where I literally, I was trying to lift my hand to write on the board and I couldn't lift my hand, could not lift my arm. That would hurt. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I was constantly going to the nurse's office. My blood pressure was going haywire all over the place. Um, I was crashing a lot. I would have trouble sleeping and then crash. And so I was missing work. Um, I was getting short-tempered with the students, which I, that, that was not me at all. Right. Um, you know, so I was just acting very much out of character. The doctors, you know, that I was, the doctors that I were seeing um, on First Avenue, they couldn't figure out what the heck was going on. Really? Nobody could. And finally, uh, the doctor that my mother was going to, my, my, my mom said, well, listen, why don't you go to my doctor? Let's see if she can figure this out. And I explained everything to her. And she try to touch certain pressure points that are considered pressure points for I almost jumped off the chair and was ready oh, to really smack her because uh, it just hurt it hurt like hell and she said well you have fibromyalgia and I was like wait a minute I don't need enough fiber because I'd never heard of this I'm like, oh. I don't need enough fiber but I but I do eat fiber and she's like no 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 fibro not fiber fibro so those in our audience who don't know what that is, um, why don't you share it? It's a syndrome where, now there's a debate. Some doctors believe that the issue stems from the nervous system. Some believe it's from the immune system. And some believe it's a combination where both of those systems are just wackadoo. They're just going wackadoo on you. And so you end up with the whole issue of issues. Like, for example, you can, um, like in my case, thyroid, gastric issues joint pain, um, I have issues with blood pressure, um, I have um, issues with hypersensitivity in terms of what materials I can wear, um, what products I can use. So you end up with a range of, of stuff. So in um, other words, you felt like you were a mess in every way. Oh yeah, oh yeah, in every way, I mean, I just couldn't function. And my supervisor was the one who finally just said to me, you know what, you have been for so long my number one TA, and I've always said I wish I could clone you because then my life would be wonderful. <laughs> She's like, but you can't function. You can't do your job. You, you, you are not able to function. I, I'm sending you to the union office to apply for disability with the union. My initial reaction was, no, I'm not an invalid, and I'm not stupid. I'm not senile. I can do my job. Tried for a few more weeks and finally realized this is not happening. Was it just was the, pain, yeah. was the pain just too much? Yeah, it's just what? I I mean I, I mean there were days when I just could not even dress myself and mom had to help me dress. What did the doctor doctor recommend at that point? Um a doctor um a Cohen at that point um had put me on some medications to deal with all the different issues that I was having. Was, you know, she's like, Well, you know, we have to address that. Basically it was medications that was and watch my diet. But then she moved to Brooklyn and I ended up uh, in the hands of another doctor, Dr. Klein. And she then hooked me up also with a neurologist to deal with my pain management. And um, we, I tried going to the gym and I got very sick from trying, trying to do exercises with the gym. 
Um, and so her recommendation was, um, I'm going to do homeopathic shots, the knees, the hips, the neck. Because um, I also fell off my bed a couple of years ago and herniated two discs. Oh, dear. Top of everything. I'm like, and I want you to try to walk. Since you can't do exercise at the gym, you need to walk. I'm going to recommend brisk walking and just some general stretch exercises in the morning just to mm-hmm. stretch your body out. And I've always been an avid walker, but I was that, you know, recently that became an issue because I was right. having a lot of pain. Or it turned out um, I was a mess in the pelvic area and all that. I had to have a hysterectomy. And um, my issues with incontinence. So, if I am going to walk, you know, I've got to use the, um, you know, depends thing. Because I mean, otherwise, I'll be forget it. It's it's a mess, literally. But the bottom line is, you didn't give up. No, no. Um, I had always been a writer in some form. I, I always, ever since I was in high school, I think, or even before that, I just loved writing. What type of writing? Inspirational. Um, yeah, I would write poetry did a lot of poetry writing um, and I did a lot of amateur nights um, you know uh, poetry readings I also did amateur night at I, I don't know if this is if this place still exists anymore it was on I think 57th <coughs> excuse me Le Barbat and my friend convinced me to participate in amateur night and I had written two songs inspired by a crazy relationship that I was in I got a standing ovation and people oh, really? fall into the bathroom, including men, wanting to talk to me about my songs. So in in your writing, in, do you do, like in your songwriting, do you do both the lyrics and the, and the score? Or? Yeah. Well, when the, when, when the lyrics come to me, uh, the music also comes to me. So I get both at the same time. And it, it can happen. I can be just walking in, in the street and all of a sudden... Boom, I'll just have this tune and this lyric that just pops up in my head. So give so us, should always have pen and paper. <laughs> give us an example. Give us an example of a cup maybe one of your songs or a couple. Okay. Um there's one that um it's called When As 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 the Mistrels Play. And I had someone write to me, uh, send me a message to say that that song helped them get through rehab. Wow. And deal with their rehab situation. And what's it about? Um, it talks about being in a cottage, looking up at the stars, and 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 just taking in your surroundings, and hearing the holiday minstrels play, and just seeing the beauty that is there, in spite you're not feeling in such a great place. Right. But the the surroundings giving you the inspiration to be okay. And so as you were writing, was this helping and how? Yes, because I was able to share what was going on with me and putting it on paper, having feedback. Uh, for example, uh, the first song that I, that I put out there and my friend recorded for me was Pray For Me Tonight. And it was, I wrote this after one of my very, very horrific fibromyalgia nights in the beginning of, you know, when I was, when I got on the disability. Right. And um, we posted it on Facebook. My, my friend posted it. And we had people saying, thank you, this song saved me from taking my life. Thank you, this song 
gave me hope again. It restored my faith and, and all these things. And I'm like, whoa. I mean, I know it helped me because I was able to express what was going on. Yes, yes. So what is but the... to know that it also saved someone from taking their life. And why do you think? Is it because it is a it is a song of hope or... Yeah, it's um, basically the song, basically what, what, what I say in the song is, um, you know, pray for me tonight and, you know, how the devil may try and be, be trying to get my soul, but I'm not going to allow that to happen. And the devil being a metaphor for the fibromyalgia. Right, right, I understand. Um, and just how, you know, the song just basically talks about how um, I'm not going to let this win I'm not going to let it take over my life I'm going to fight and so as you're writing you're encouraging yourself you're building yourself up and then Mm -hmm. your words of course are helping others yeah now uh, is that your favorite one that you've done yeah pray for me tonight I think it's probably one of the most one of the most powerful ones Um, and uh, another one that was just more uh, recent one, uh, which um, talks about the fall. I talk about the fall, um, and you know the idea that yes, we fall, we stumble, but we don't have to let that be what defines right. us. Right. The the stumble and the fall doesn't have to be what defines us. Okay. Um, and that resonated a lot with people too. And how many songs have you written? Um, that I've actually put out there now. I think I've got over thirty. Oh my goodness! And I've how got many? Over 30. Have they all been recorded, or they've all been recorded? Um, and I just put out my first Christmas album. Oh, awesome! Is this what is spoken word? Okay. It's called Christmas Hymn and Holiday Holly, taking you know the titles from two of the pieces that I wrote. We, we were chatting a little bit about your condition before we started talking about your songs. And I'm assuming there has been improvement. It's, it sort of has ebbs and flows. So okay. there'll be days when, um, you know, the pain isn't too bad and the symptoms are under control. That they're not, you know. And then there are days when I won't get to sleep till 7 in the morning. I just can't sleep because of the pain or whatever is going on. And then I will crash for the day, and I will wake up at 3 o'clock. So, obviously, your music has helped you. And what we talked about at the top of the show was how you can encourage others to do the same thing. So, with your experiences, how would you encourage someone else who may be in your position, whether physically with the, with the chronic pain or with their own talents, like what should they do to tap into what you have found? Well, this is why I love the internet, Um, because I actually started with a blog, blogging about my experiences. What I found is that if you can find a way to express what's going on in a way that's constructive, now different people have talent. Somebody may have the talent of drawing. Um, Someone else may have the talent of um, healing. Um, you know, they may have an inclination towards the healing art. And so you find what it is that you can that, that you can do instead of focusing on what you can't do. Because what happens is we will oftentimes focus, and I did this in, in the beginning, so uh, focusing on what you can't do. Right. So I used to be able to walk 30 blocks, 
to Macy's and back, and now I can't do that. Well, I used to be able to, and now I go, ah. So we focus on the what you can't do anymore instead of focusing on what you can do. That's very, very important. Yes. You know, I can, I can take a pen and I can write. Um, or I can, you know, with today's technology, you can, you know, you can go on YouTube and you can reach out to, uh, to others and let others know that you're not alone in this. And you need to find that fighting spirit within you. Which, um, is, which is what got you through. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you put out there what's going on, just share your own experiences. Oftentimes, the feedback that you get will help you to find that inner courage. And your poetry, is that along the same lines as your songs? Um, yeah, and um, it's, I even uh, did some pieces in Italian. This is what you were, what you were teaching in school, was uh, Italian I'm or English? I was teaching ESL, um, and I speak Italian and Spanish, so I decided to also do some, uh, you know, some stuff in Italian, and I'm going to try and do some um, pieces in Spanish as well. You're talking about in the music, right? The music and poetry, yeah. And what is that? What is coming up for you? Is there anything in in the future that is going to be helping you launch your career, or possibly will be an inspiration to others? Tell us about that. Yeah. Um, well, I, one thing that happened, which was really bad, I got signed to a non-exclusive one-year contract with Bentley Records. If they see that things go well with the music and they like what they see going on in the year, they will then give me an exclusive five-year contract. Wonderful. And I'm having my first uh, concert, which I decided to do it online because I wanted to have um, it accessible to as many people as possible. So um, I'll be doing, you know, my original stuff. I'll be doing some holiday favorites, um, but I'll be giving them a little twist of my own. Oh, okay. Um, so I'll be doing it, well, I'll be doing the songs but with my own melody that just sort of came to me. So I'm going to be changing them around a bit. And I'm going to be asking people while the concert is going on to share what the holidays mean to them. Excellent. Or their favorite memory, um, you know, to just share. Or if they want to share about the poem that I just recited, you know, the song that I just sang, the way that I sang it, you know, um, I'm going to ask them to just, you know, please feel, feel free to share. And you do all your own music? Yeah. As a matter of fact, I just ordered a roll-up a 49-key keyboard that I can take with me anywhere. Oh, wonderful. So I can start composing music, um, you know, try and compose original music as well on my keyboard. And who's your audience? Um, I don't think that there's a particular, because I'm seeing feedback from all ages. Okay. So it seems that whatever I, I'm doing... Um, appeals to a very broad range. Um, I have on Facebook. I have um, I have followers and friends from Morocco, uh, from uh, Dubai. I have people from the UK, from all over the world that um, seem to like my material. And I think now on the number one music uh, website, um, I think this week I ranked in New York number one for spoken word artist. Oh. That's incredible. And which, um, which song yeah. was that? Um, it wasn't for one particular song. It was for just the, the body of work itself. Okay. Um, and now, as the Mistrels play, that uh, that gained number one spoken word, um, I believe, last week or two weeks ago 
for New York. So I had that, and um, that was really rewarding. That was really nice to, to have the song be, you know, have a number of one course. spot. Yeah, the audience is pretty broad. Um, even with the blog, I have a, a pretty broad audience um, because I think whatever I'm talking about resonates in some way, whether it's themselves or, or someone that they might know. And your music is essentially inspirational. Is that what you're... Yes. Okay. Yes. And where would somebody find you outside of your blog? Uh, they can go to my artist website. Okay. Uh, now, both the blog website, on the blog, I put some of my old stuff. I put mainly the stuff that I've already done, and that's not yeah, it's not the newer stuff. The Christmas, all of the Christmas stuff, I put on my artist website. Okay. All right. And that'll be uh, in the That'll show be notes. where I'll be from now on. The Artiste Card website, um, that's where I have my newer Christmas music, and generally I put all my holiday music on there. Okay. And so from now, on, from now on, that's where I'm going to be posting my poetry and my music. To summarize what you basically have shared today is, tell us as an encouragement to somebody else who may be suffering and who has some talents, hidden or not, how can you encourage them to do something with that, okay. no matter what they're going through? First of all, to remember, you are not the situation, and you are not the disability. That's very That's good. That's simply just a process that is going on in, in your life or something that's going on. Never let that be what defines you. I your like character, that what kind of a friend you are, what kind of a person you are, your gifts, your talents, even if your talent is, I walk into a room and I make everyone laugh and I make everyone smile. That's a huge talent. Exactly. Everybody has some kind of talent somewhere. It might be baking, it might be just, hey, whenever you walk into a room, you light up the room, you electrify the room, you make everyone laugh, you make everyone smile. And when you give of yourself, you receive. And, and just focus, again, focus on what you can do. If you can, it doesn't matter if you're in a wheelchair. If you can, you know, roll in and have everybody smiling and laughing and being happy to be where they are, that's a million-dollar gift. <laughs> that's, that's a $20 million gift. Not anyone can do that. So whatever it is that was given to you by nature, by God, however you want to define it, Look at that. Don't look at the, oh, I can't do this anymore. No, I used to be able to, I, I can't do that. Yes, you'll have moments where you'll be reminded of, hey, I used to be able to do that. <laughs> That's called age. <laughs> yeah, you know, but um, when that happens, at least for me, when I start remembering I used to be able to walk in, what I do is I go, yeah, well, now you're actually realizing your gift and talent. Ah, weren't doing that before, were you? Very good. So I remind myself of, yeah, I can't do that, but hey, look at what you are doing. It comes down to attitude, doesn't it? It does. Um, you can define yourself as a victim or as a victor. And that's the choice. When you're faced with these situations, it's a choice between am I going to be a victim or am I going to be a victor? And only you can make that choice. Other people can't make it for you. Sure, they can encourage you, but in the end, you're the only one that can make the choice. Am I going to let this thing define me and crush me, or am I going to say, oh, hell no. You don't own me. I own you. You don't control me. I control you. And to some degree, you do 
by whether you're going to just curl up in a ball, lay down and die, or decide, okay, can't do this anymore, but let's see, what gifts do I have and how am I going to use them? There's always a way. And the journey, I mean, I, you know, it took me a couple of years to be able to get to this point and, you know, look at the fibromyalgia as a gift. Because exactly. if I hadn't had that, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be doing the music full time. I wouldn't be realizing that dream, which has always been something that I've wanted to realize. So I look at it now as a blessing, not a curse. And I think that's true. And no matter what you may be going through, and I appreciate you saying that it is a blessing mm-hmm. and not a curse, because it'll take us to something new, and that yeah. that. De- is determined by our attitude which is what you've basically just said and I appreciate that very much it will show you what you're made of that's right now your future as far as your your contract that's coming up is it going to be uh, many new songs or songs just in um, what one I'm vein? aiming um, what I'm aiming is to do um, uh, at least record two songs each month um, and do uh, another concert in February um, Valentine's Day, you know, do something right, right. along the lines of, you know, celebrate do you write, that. Do you write about love a lot? I've written about love. I write about um, love, relationships, um, and faith. Um, even when I, you know, write about relationships, I, I try to look at it from the glass half, the glass half full, not half empty. Even when I write about, you know, a relationship that might, I might have nostalgia for, I might think about I try to look at it from well what were the happy memories and what did you learn what did you well, yes, what, what did yes. you gain out of this because even if it wasn't the greatest relationship it tested your mettle it showed you what you were made of and how much you value yourself and it might have taught you well you know what I need to value myself more because I didn't really value myself that much did I and thank you Catherine for sharing because that's exactly what I believe we all need to hear we all need to be aware that no matter what we're going through it isn't the end for one thing we can use it as a launching pad to something else and we certainly can learn from it so there are many positive sides to anything negative and in your particular case and which many people as I mentioned at the top of the show will relate to is the physical side because there's a lot of people who suffer physically and think that you know this is the end and I can't I can't do something that I wanted to do but then like you you can find something else and be open to that and launch a whole new life and a whole new career which is exactly what you've done and fulfilling a passion that you probably never thought would happen no I never did honestly I never thought I'd be able to realize this dream I'm very, I'm very glad that you shared that and I really like some the, some of the things you said in particular which was you are not the situation you are not the disability and don't let it define you mm-hmm. so if there's anything else you want to add otherwise we will close on that note uh, no I think that pretty much sums it up is never be defined by the circumstances the situation or the um, the handicapped disability you can use it to encourage others you can use it to be an advocate you know there are different ways that you can take that and turn it into good excellent and i thank you catherine for being on never ever give up hope you have definitely been an inspiration and an encouragement thank you bye-bye
Bye. Thank you for listening to Never Ever Give Up Hope featuring Carol Graham. Did you know that most people succeed because they are determined to? Quitting was never an option. Carol loves your comments and will respond to each one. So please subscribe and review this podcast. A rating of five stars would be outstanding and appreciated. Remember, if you are still here, there is always hope.